Hey, welcome to the one where you know me. I'm Kyle. I'm your host. On the buttons, we've got Daniel as always, and in the hot seat, we've got a friend to the room, Mr. Nick Byard. Hey, how, hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I mean, it's a bit late to say that now, but you know, we—it's the first time we've seen each other yeah. in the New Year, so it, it counts. We're right? 15 days in. I think that's still time. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Well, even if it was. Even if it was five months in and we hadn't seen each other, I think we could still say Happy New Year because it would be the first time we'd seen each other in the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that would be fine. I okay. Think. So you've moved to Oxford now, right? Yes. How, how? Okay, what's the Oxford scene like compared to the, the Oxford comedy scene compared to the Reading comedy scene? Well, I feel that the Reading comedy scene is much better ran <laughs> and the, the promoters there were much more <laughs> handsome. And uh, no, you know, it's, um, it's the Oxford scene... In Reading, it's lots of it's all pros and semi. The Oxford scene, the Oxford scene in Reading is lots of semi pros, is it? So the the Reading the Reading scene, <laughs> yeah, is all, it's all pro gigs and semi pro gigs, yeah. And there's one open mic that is ran by me basically, and that is it. Where Oxford is, there's more going on. Mm-hmm. There's more. There's there's weekly uh, new material night you can do, and there's more new material new. Um, like new app nights, basically. Okay. But probably less semi-pros and things like that. Okay, so you've got to travel out to get to the semi-pros. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you've got less access to London as well because it's it's an hour and a bit on the train rather than 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of, you might go to London a bit, but in Reading, you're kind of doing Reading and supplementing it with Oxford and London. Yeah. Where Oxford... You're doing Reading, but you're rather you're supplementing it less with London. You're going to like you're going to like Cheltenham, oh, dear. and okay. going to uh, Leamington Spa, and going oh. to Bristol, and oh. doing those sort of gigs. I mean, you can get good gigs in Bristol, can't you? Can you not? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get, but you have to you have to like the last train is always at ten o'clock. Yeah, so it's ba- it's either you get the last train or you're staying over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do you have to go in the first half and then run. <laughs> so you'll do like the best set you've done because they're yeah. all lovely, and yeah. then you're just like. Ah, yeah, that's what I do when I when I do hot uh, whenever I get to do hot water. That's what I'm like as well. I try and get on. And I tell I tell Bindi, please, I go on the first half. So I've got to get the nine o'clock train and then run all the way to Liverpool Lime Street. Yeah, no time to enjoy your victory. No, God no. No, no. Why would you do that? Why would you, why, why would you, why would you, exactly. Why would you want to sit and enjoy the moment, a moment where you've actually done something well? No, when, when just, you could just rush across a city to get a train. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, and then you can in, you can bask in it whilst you're on the train in your in your in your solitude, and you're watching the Dear Evan Hansen movie oh, on the yeah. laptop. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a real the moment isn't it? I feel like the moment is gone by the time you're in that situation. <laughs> not that I've ever done that myself, obviously. No, no, of course not. No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, th- that's my that was my twin. That was my twin, Nathan Gibbons, over here. Nathan Gibbons, who? Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's good to see you, man. You're looking really well. Thank you. So is this like? Uh, so what was what prompted the move to Oxford? Oh well, um, I was kicked out by my landlord. Is that your parents? No. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I say that, people always ask that. Well, I'm sorry because it is that is the that is the uh, that is the newish comedian. That is the newest comedian line. Oh yeah, my landlords are terrible. Ooh, you know, I'm all hate my mom. I hate, <laughs> I, I, hate my, I hate my I hate my landlord. You know, da, da, da. No. Uh, stop, stop coming to my room, mum. You know, yeah, the, yeah, the, no, you no, know no. the line. But uh, no, I, no, I and I work in Oxford, so it's like makes some sense to uh, to move closer to work, basically. 
So why did you get kicked out by the landlord? Or are you not allowed to say? Uh, I uh, there, is, there is a bit of gossip, but I don't uh, know if I should be giving people's baggage okay. on, on the podcast. Okay, fine. We'll keep... It'll be off podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. It's, I didn't do... No one did anything wrong and it is amicable, but uh, anyway. Just not... Just... Yeah, just, it's just... just yeah. Situa- one of the situations. Just right? one of those things, really, man. You, okay. Yeah. And also, um, you can only... You know, I lived there about four years, so... Yeah. You can only live and learn and you grow. You can only right? live somewhere for so long. That's right. So, <laughs> someone who's lived in his parents' house for 31 years. Well, yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> give or take a few... Give or take a... Maybe that's a smart move, though. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, at the moment it is. I'm saving up for... Dep- I'm saving up for deposit on a mortgage. Mm. And that all going well, that should all be... I should be in a position where I can actually put a proper deposit down by July time. Yeah, if that was me, I would be in a position where I can afford a deposit, but I also live in Kent and hate myself. <laughs> so, like, it's the... <laughs> I'm, well, Kent might be an option for me. I'm not going oh, really? to... Oh, really? Yeah. Who's Kent? Maybe. Like, really? So, like, here's the thing. Is I need I need a... Dro- I, need a I'm, I need somewhere where I can get shared ownership and cheap-ish... But and relatively easy to get to work. What do you mean, uh, shared ownership? As in, like, yeah, shared ownership on a on a property. As in, I buy a percentage on a property and oh, pay rent on a, you pay rent oh, on the rest. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so you pay you pay you buy. My head immediately was like, you're joining a commune. <laughs> yeah, where we're all having yeah. shared ownership. <laughs> yes. Them, yes, I'm in for yes, this. And then yeah. you're like, no, I can only afford a certain percentage <laughs> of the house. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I actually did know some people that lived on it that live on it. I don't know if they still do, but they at least at a point at the time they did live on a commune. I don't see them changing that that situation. But yeah, okay, seemed not for me to be honest. No, but no, no, too much nakedness. No, I mean nakedness is fine. It's just yeah. the toilet situation didn't sound ideal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, everyone wants to live into a utopia till they see the toilet. Say, so. yeah, <laughs> sorry, like just. Glastonbury should only be once a yeah, year, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not all year round. Not, not an alternative vision for society. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and Kent is, well, areas of Kent are some are, are being considered. Oh, so I say. oh there you go. You, d- you didn't fancy moving to Reading or... Uh, or... It, I did actually. Oh, uh, did you? But it would be, it's because I work in South East London. Ah. Uh. Uh, the commute would just, it wouldn't be worth it. No, no point doing it. No, I want somewhere where it's like thirty-five to fifty minutes. That uh, then get out of the way. There you go. All right, cool. Mortgages. Yes, that's what we came here to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's later. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's the first time I actually seen my cousin Vinny. How, oh, what did you think of it? I I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. The first, yeah. I I watched it. I I watched it this afternoon. I had no. I mean, I no, I I knew the film existed. I just didn't know what it was about. I genuinely thought it was one of those wacky '90s comedies where the fam, where there's like a family, and then cousin Vinny comes to town. <laughs> Crazy cousin Vinny. Crazy cousin Vinny. <laughs> and then you hate him, but then like there's a then there's a five minute thing at the end where, where he gives a speech, to, and you have to like him again. Yeah, that's what I thought the movie was about. I hadn't read any of the I hadn't read the synopsis. I just saw the titles. Like, yeah, that sounds like something. That, it's actually about class. It sounds like it sounds like something that David Spade would be in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's really fucking. I mean, and we'll we'll get into you enjoy you enjoyed it then. Yeah, really I knew you'd it. like it. Thank you, thank you. I mean, 
I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the, how. Okay, let's talk about Ralph Macchio for a second. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, he's in it. He's <laughs> in it, and he's thirty years old, and yet he looks a young. He looks about twelve. Yeah, yeah. What is that all about? Like, well, he's supposed how? to look fifteen, or isn't it eighteen? Isn't he in it? Yeah, but. That is ridiculous. He doesn't even look eighteen. Like I want, he he looked like he shouldn't have been out beyond nine o'clock. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's wild, isn't it? That's how they do it in Hollywood, isn't it? <laughs> they get a thirty-year-old who looks like a twelve-year-old to play an eighteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the business model. So it starts off with um, him and his friend. They go to they go to a convenience store and they and he steals some tuna. Accidentally. Accidentally steals some tuna, exactly. And then he confesses to it. Yeah. But ha- however, what we don't know is about 30 seconds after they had, after those two had come into, come in, had left the shop, someone else had gone in and shot the, and shot the, um, shot the store clerk. Yep. And so, so now they, and now the police think it was them who shot the store clerk. And this whole chain of, they, the, that all sets off a chain of events, which leads to Bill. What's his name? Is it? No, no, not Bill. Um, uh, what's his name's character? Oh, what's his name? I just said his name. Ralph Macho's character calling up his calling up his mom saying, "We need, we need a solicitor. We need." Um, yeah, and then that his cousin Vinny comes yeah. down. Yeah, that's it. Cousin Vinny played by Joe Pesci. Yeah, and his, and his fiance played by. Marisa Tomei, who, who steals the film. Yep, yeah, it's so bad. I was literally me and me and Phil mentioned my cousin Vinny on the last podcast really? because and we were we were going to talk we were going to we were going to talk about it. I mean, I told him we were going to talk about it, but um, yeah, um, she's but, gorgeous in that. Film, oh isn't my she? goodness! Oh my goodness, Nick Byard. Yeah, she, yeah. She hasn't aged a day. <laughs> like, how is that possible? Like it's not. It's, it's just you're just a kind person with good thoughts, oh, and that and that, that emanates really, across that, her face. Is that what you've got to do? You got be a kind person and oh. have good thoughts through your whole life consistently, Ooh. and that is how you will look like Marisa Tomei until you're fifty. But she is fifty odd now. Yeah, but she looks. She looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so uh, it, kindness. That's the that's the anti aging crick. I think. How much how much say do you think Joe Pesci had in the casting of his I fiance? Know. I don't know, but she was she was good. She she was what I mean. We can get into this later if you want, but I think it's a really good presentation of an actual relationship where yeah. where like she is supportive, but also has her own like. Uh, you know, dreams and aspirations. Exactly. She wants to get, she wants to support her husband, but she, not her husband, her fiance, fiance, but she wants to get, she wants to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wants to settle down life, which he's currently not providing. And she'll tell him if he's, he's fucked it up. Yeah. As she, as he regularly does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he's cousin, because he's cousin Vinny. <laughs> he's a fish out of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It does sound like a really bad 90s sitcom, doesn't it? it Cousin Vinny. It feels like it should be worse than it is. I mean, uh, it was really good fun. And I'm really happy that you turned me on, that you turned me on to it. Um, it's depiction of class and the differences and the differences between classes really is really good. It, I think it's about it's all, and also about gender as well. It's a good because it, it's about because the film on, on the, the thing is, is on the face of it, it's a film about uh it's a wacky fish out of water comedy where oh it's the 
people from New York trying to fit in the South, how are they going to do it? But it's also about the, the Vinny character kind of learning to accept help yeah. and be vulnerable and... Uh, Understand that he's not always right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because he came from very humble beginnings. Yeah. And so he kind of... Learned, well, he kind of uses that... Well, the Or the writers, they use that to help him help that character relate to other other characters in in the town eventually yeah yeah and also and he it's it's the it's the expertise of his girlfriend mm. marisa tomei that cracks the case yeah um what really struck home what struck a chord of me was the conversation that he was having with the other law i think it was the other law it's even the judge of the other law i'm sorry i'm getting my white people mixed up i'm <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm getting my old white men mixed up here. The sorry. southern old white yeah, men. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's having a conversation with one of them. Mm. And the the topic of how he became a solicitor comes up. Yeah, yeah. And he said that, oh, he ran into, he got, he got, a, um, he got a ticket from, uh, from the cops. And he, one of his solicitors was from the same, was from the, was from the same area of New York as him. And he's like, oh, that's something that's now possible. I've now seen someone who's from my yeah, area who's like me. Yeah, I saw someone who was like me did it, and then yeah. that made me feel like I could do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great like thing to have in it, isn't it? And also that this character is off. He's off. not he's not in the film at any point. No, he's off page. Just someone who believed him in that had an impact. That's off page, off kind of like screen the whole film. Yeah, exactly, and that really struck that struck a chord that struck a chord to me because um it is about representation it's that, that that brings up the whole topic of representation and how seeing someone who looks like you or who or sounds from, like you is from the you, same yeah. cast background exactly yeah, yeah. then seeing making things a little bit more within reach mm. i mean it took him six years and also the other it. thing is that he the reason he's screwing up as well because he doesn't know the because he knows the law yeah, but he keeps screwing up because he doesn't know the protocol. Yeah, that's why he keeps getting it wrong. And they go, "Well, why haven't you done the protocol?" And he goes, "Well, I'm working a job and I'm doing moonlight. I'm working. At, I'm working at your um your dad's your dad's garage and I'm doing this and I'm doing this at the same time. That I don't have time. Basically, he doesn't have time because he's a working class person that has to has to provide for the family. So he doesn't have time to do all of it. So he has to learn it on the job. Which again is a it's a great like bit of how it is different if you're from that background. Exactly. So you see, and see why I love films that are dumb, that seem dumb, but and, it's not. But actually, are yeah, actually are good. I mean, it is a. But you can watch it as a dumb film if you want. But if you, but it's also got layers to it. I think. But the thing is, I've always had, I've always said that to make a good dumb film, you need to be smart. And that's like Dumb and Dumber wouldn't work if the Farrelly brothers weren't idiots. Yeah, yeah. The Hangover wouldn't work if Todd Phillips was a complete idiot. Mm. Uh, many would argue that the hangover doesn't work, but they're wrong. <laughs> Have you seen the hangover? Yeah, I've seen the hangover. What did you think? Well, I, I, li <laughs> I liked it when I, but I, when I was like 16 watching it. Oh, bless you. But I think if I watched it now, I would be like, why are they, why are they bullying this handicapped, mentally handicapped per person? Do they bully a mentally handicapped person? Is that Ganaphagus is like... Ga Gan Ganaphanacus. 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 Say it with me. Galifanacus. Zach Ganaphanacus. Galifanacus. Zach 
Galifianakis. There you go. I know. Go-ish. I'm still from Kent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not an excuse, but we're, you know. <laughs> we don't know foreign names. We've like not been Zach. exposed to it naturally. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of been forced upon you, man. I'm having to unlearn it <laughs> <laughs> through my friendships with people like you. Carl. That's right. <laughs> That's how I learned Greeks. <laughs> um, but he, uh, he, um, yeah, he, uh, um, boy, he's, he's not, he's not a well character in it, is he? He's, well, he's just he, a strange man, isn't he? He is a, str- he is a, str- he's a man child. Oh, is that what? That's what he essentially is. He's a, He's someone who's never had to grow up because his parents have always babied him and he's always treated and they've always tra- they've always treated him like a spoiled brat. Oh, okay. And there is a there in the third one, which I don't like really at all, they do have to break him out. They he does actually get sectioned, and so they do have to Break him out of yeah of hospital a, yeah of a hospital or something yeah I think I, I watched it but I don't I don't unlike you I don't remember the the details of yeah, it. yeah I mean I kind of gave up on, I mean the second one was great I thought the second one you was like great to... even though it was basically a remake of the first one but yeah, yeah the third one was just nonsense anyway my cousin Vinny right <laughs> <laughs> it does tre- it's a smart film it's a very smart it's a very smart film and it doesn't treat the south um, the southerners as Idiot. It doesn't treat them as idiots. If anything, cousin Vinny, with his with his city sicker views, is kind of the idiot in this situation. Well, yeah, their their um their prejudices about southern yeah. Americans is what gets them into the trouble. Partly. Exactly, and then it's that yeah they get they have to realise they have to get an appreciation for the South. Exactly, which is actually what I found was the interesting is it kind of is I mean it has to be for the film but it's almost a quite romantic view of the South of America which it has yeah. to be because it's a it's a film. Yeah. But it, I thought that would be the only if I was looking at it from a kind of I don't know cultural criticism point of view I'd be like okay that's interesting it's kind of a, a romantic view of the South I guess. I I'd say well I I mean I, I was interested actually what you might think well, about I, that. I felt that um, I thought of the. I've not been to to yeah, South, nor have I. To, to be fair, to middle to middle America, really. Mm. So I, from what I've heard about it, I think it's quite accurate because you have space. You had spaces in there where it was mainly black people. It was mainly black people, and then you had spaces in there where it was almost entirely white people. Right. Okay. So the division. I think they got the division aspect possibly quite right. Yeah. yeah. And never the twain really met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dividing and the character which divided the two was cousin Vinny and Marissa Tomei. And Marissa Tomei. Yeah, and the cl- and the divide is class. In exactly. The, yeah, yeah. Well, class and race, because like, Joe Pesci, even though he is. Oh, they're Italians. He's Italian. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and Marissa's Italian. Marissa Tomei's Italian. I'm yeah, yeah, she's Italian in the film. Yeah. yeah, in the film. Yeah, exactly. So I think that they were the kind of like the bridge between. They probably could be seen as a bridge between the two. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. But even that, even with that's even with that, um, Joe Pesci's well, cousin Vinny still had to learn quite a bit because mm. when he went into the diner for breakfast and they got served grits, I was like, okay, gri- like grits is a ver- it's I I I love cooking. Gr- I've cooked grits quite a bit, and I and mm. I really enjoy. Yeah, I love making it, but it is a very southern is a very southern dish. And it doesn't look that appetizing, as appetizing as, as as it, as it tastes, as it tastes exactly. Yeah. So 
him he had a bit of a crocodile Dundee moment there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she was, ta- where he takes. She takes picture. <laughs> <laughs> and what, but also his prejudices kind of came out there as well. Not prejudices, but actually no. His when they took when he when when he was cooking them breakfast and he and the chef or the cook took a large dollop of lard and put it on put it on the hot plate. Yeah, yeah, they're both looking at him yeah, like exactly. he's an alien. Like what like what are you doing? I was like, well, this is this is the South. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is how a lot of a lot of things are cooked in the South. Like lots of butter, lots of cream and lots of and lots and lots of fat. And yeah, they just weren't used to, it was just really interesting seeing how And then they his knowledge of it. grits helps him win the case. Exactly. So you don't cook it takes twenty five minutes to I'm cook. I'm proud grits. of my grits. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched so, this film too much, clearly. Uh no you haven't. Um uh, genuinely you haven't. I think it's it's one that I'm it's definitely got a lot of rewatch value for mm. me. Um I'm gonna give it a couple of months and then rewatch it again because I rented it on Amazon because I ah. the version that I had of it it had it had subtitles the whole way through. Ah. I got really and I got really, really annoyed of it. So I stopped watching that version and actually paid money. Oh for really? It. Wow. Yeah. So bought <laughs> it now. Yeah, I mean I rented it on Amazon. So Oh, okay. Yeah. So um I will yeah, and I'll definitely I'll definitely go back and watch it again. Yeah, it's one of my comfort movies. I, f- I find um I think it might be one of like a couple of movies I cry to for some reason. Did you? I don't uh, know why I cry to it. Why? Why do you think you cry to it? I think because of the relationship between the two of them. It is brilliant. It's, it's a yeah, yeah. I think it's quite a. Um, when she's like, "Oh, you're good." When the she he gets a lot of stick, but then she's like, "I think when you're out there, you're going to be really great." Yeah. That that bit. That's the bit that gets me. It is they really work well together? Yeah, yeah. The casting in the film is impeccable um i love the fact that in the beginning this is a film where everything is a misunderstanding yeah yeah all the way down all the everything from the um the everything from him accidentally stealing the tuna to when they got when they're yeah, he's going I, the I shot the i shot the clerk i shot the clerk i shot the clerk i shot the clerk yeah and then from the police interviews to when we first meet cousin Vinny in the in the prison also what I like about the film is that everyone in the film is fundamentally good and yeah. honourable there's no bad guys that's, yeah that's why I kind of find it comforting I think because yeah. like even like the police like you know the 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 people he has conflict with yeah. like, it's not because they're bad people he has conflict with the judge because the judge is wants him to respect southern procedure yeah and he's worried that he thinks he's above the southern procedure which on some level in the beginning he is yeah he feels like he is the the um the you know the other lawyer wants to help him out Mm. the at the end the policeman who's on the other side runs the evidence that he finds Mm. that leads to the guy being acquitted so everyone in the world of my cousin Vinny is just a good a fundamentally good civil servant doing their job um I'd argue the guy that wants to beat him up well the guy oh, that he yeah. has a bet with. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, yeah, good point. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy and his and his accomplice who just ha- who happens to just walk around with a neck brace. The one yeah, the ones that skiff tried to skiff his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're they they have bad intentions. <laughs> they're not good people. No. Um but 
But that also, and that's there to show the, the other side of Finney mm. that he's also like, a, he's you know, he's a hard man who has. He to, is from New York. Yeah, he has. He probably has to deal with this sort of stuff all the time. Well, yeah, especially and then because... and they're arguing, and then but then that argument ends, so he can go and deal with the the. Uh, so it's like we're going to have an argument, but you are going to get your money for the yeah. the snooker. Exactly, um, but Joe Pesci, that was quite funny to me because Joe Pesci, bless him, is not a tall man. No, no. He's not a tall man at all. And so him squaring up to this big guy yeah. with the confidence he has and actually putting a bit of fear into this, seeing visibly putting fear into this character's eyes Yeah, was, I mean, I'm not going to say it was realistic because I think the guy no, would have yeah, just yeah. flattened him. But it was nice to see. It's just, it's a fantasy though, the film. But it's you want that in a film. You do. in a, You know, sometimes... I not all. I oh, do you want it all the time? Um, I don't know. I want it. Actually, no. I don't want it all the but time. But sometimes you want a bit of a fantasy. Yeah, that's it. It's and that's nice what it bit. is. It's a fantasy where you can go into a pub full of hard people, start talking about the law, be like, "Oh, this is a counter argument," oh, yeah. <laughs> and that leads to you winning, not just yeah. coming off as an, a strange man. <laughs> <laughs> I also like. I also liked it when they tried to give him the way where the tall guy tried to not give him the money. Saying, "Yeah, I got the, I got the two hundred. I got the two hundred. How do I know it's not just a, a yeah, twenty and like <laughs> twenty and like a load of ones? It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets arrested. He we kind of got ahead of ourselves. He gets arrested and he's on bail. He's on bail and it's two hundred dollars bail. So that's why he has to go. Well, that's why Marissa Tomei's character originally goes to play Snooker to win the $200, but then gets stiffed by a tall guy. In, yeah. And then he get, and then he gets... Um, and then the whole, that whole situation happens. I wish they'd have done more with Ralph Macchio and his... And the... And the other... Yeah, the college kid. The other college kid's character, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I... Uh... What what would you want? What would you want them to do in it? I just think more interact, more interactions of seeing what their life in prison's like. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> thought, I haven't thought about it. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think you want them in the music, in the movie too much though. No, not because it's, it. it's about it's uh, about Vinny, I guess. Yeah, I agree. And his and it's about how he interacts with, how he interacts with people. However, I did think that. Um, there was a lot of times where they were just sat in court looking like yeah yeah they didn't have loads to do did they no besides um, be be there yeah and be like not confident and then be eventually won over by the by the brilliance of Finney yeah I mean he was brilliant though yeah yeah he was great um I think that who would you <sighs> they were gonna do a sequel to it really they were um, Ooh. in 2012 they were going to do a... They, oh, in well, 2012? Yeah. They, uh, okay, I'm glad that wasn't made. Yeah, no, no, no. No, nah, that would be... That wouldn't... I wouldn't want... That wouldn't be good, I don't No. They were going to expand on it and he was going to go to... He was going to go to England, right? Oh, well, oh now it's yeah. Uncle Vinny Uncle, in England. Yeah, oh. there we go. There we go. <laughs> if you had to do a sequel to My Cousin Vinny, where would you place him and what would, And where... And who would be the id to his ego? Oh, that's interesting. And what culture would be the Itozeek, I should say? Well, I think you'd still want to keep it in America because I feel like the film is fundamentally of its time. Yeah. So it'd be interesting if you could do a kind of My Cousin Vinny, but also of now of this time. Mm. So I would do a My Cousin Vinny in Trump's America. Okay. 
and I'd have him. So America in America, <laughs> but in like I I'd do it in the South again, but I would just do it in in a different kind of period of time. Okay, and um, it would the message would be about how we're all good people underneath it all. Yeah, so like he, yeah, he would okay. have to deal with uh, Trump supporters or something. I don't know. Okay, that off the top of my head. Okay, brilliant. Um, and yeah. It would be political and hard hitting, and resolve all of our problems as a society. <laughs> I don't know. You could do it. That could be. It could be that sort of. It could be because it's. It is of its time, isn't it? Because it's the. It's the Italian American. I mean, I mean, obviously, there still are Italian Americans. Yeah, they still. They still exist, Nick. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. But the, divide, but the divides are different because yeah. it's about the divide between the the north and the south. Yeah. But and it's done quite gently, and I guess you could you could try and do the similar thing, but with a more kind of modern mm. kind of take on the divides between the north and the south now. But then I don't know would that would that be too hard because are the divides too hard to do that? I don't think it's ever too hard. Do you not? No. I mean, yeah. I think the divide the, the uh, there's a big divide, but I don't think that it'd be too hard to ever, to make a feel good movie that attempts to kind of find common ground between the two sides. No. Yeah, that could be that could be nice, couldn't it? I think that'd be lovely. We need a film like that, don't we? We do. We should write one. Yeah, it, but and I do it with the same guy. Uh, you'd have to have the same guys. You'd have Joe to. Joe Pesci. You'd have to have Maurice Tomei in it. Who doesn't look a day or a, day, a day over twenty five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's... maybe maybe she's the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Maybe or I don't know. So she was in. The I, she... I'm making it really woke now, but like, oh, Maurice Tomei Tomei's the lawyer. <laughs> in in the sequel, she would she was going to have more to do. Right, but I think something happened with the script or whatever. It just got it just mm. got shelved, and um, quite happy that it did. Even or maybe it's her family or something like that. Nah, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I think I'd keep it in the north and south and just have it with uh, have have it try and tackle the modern divides. Yeah, and I'd, and it would just be the same film again. But, yeah, uh, but, but more updated, and and you'd see an older, you'd see the evolution of their relationship over time so basically you want to do the hangover part two and it might be well (laughs) i think it would i think it would be a kind of a looking at the same themes but in a different time zone and after after those characters have changed and become different people as well okay and their relationship has evolved over time okay but i don't know i don't know how i'd go about writing that or doing that but i think that's how you'd have if you were going to make a sequel that's how you'd have to do it justice yeah I don't um, but and it would still, but then you still want it to be about class as well, don't you? Yeah. Um, would it be more about class or be more about race in this or in this one? Or if it, if it was done in modern day, or it might be about the generational. Yeah, that might be what it's. It might be. It might be. Actually, actually we've, we've got it. Have we? Let's do it. So it's Marisa Tomei and Joe Pesci. Yeah, and they're older. Yeah, and they have to help. They go into a college campus. And they're like, oh, these kids, what are they like? Yeah, with their like <laughs> yeah. pronouns and whatever. And then they ha- then they have to come to terms with the new generation and their struggle. I like. And then this. the new generation has to learn about class and the stuff that they went through. Yep. And then at the end, that's how they solve the court case. So basically, we're having. So we people- have a combination of the two generations, and it's like a oh, <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Blue hair, mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trips over <laughs> someone's blue hair. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's how you'd have to. That's I think how oh, you do it. And instead of a tra- and instead of a train or um, going past at like a certain time, it would be a march 
a protest. <laughs> <laughs> what Black Lives Matter protest? Yeah. So, oh, where, where, where's the route different? <laughs> so, <laughs> and then he goes down to the car. He's like, when do they? When do they have? Do they go past at every time? At, at four o'clock? At every at every um? Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time. No, so that's a rarity. That's a rarity. That's a rarity. They usually come through a free <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> That was such a well. T- I know we're giving away. That's a spoiler alert. But if, if you're like it's me, if you haven't yet. seen, it's yeah. my cousin Vinny. It's been about what thirty odd years mm. now. Um, that is such a well-timed gag and a well-timed, a well-played joke. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also the it's just him getting driven more and more mad yeah. by the, the South. And the and he goes to prison. Yeah, and has sleep. And has sleep. <laughs> oh, it's just and it the fact that well actually and it kind of calls into it kind of pulls up the people of the south and their prejudices as well because they criticize him for how he dressed in the court. Yeah, yeah, but he's just dressing like uh, with the clothes he owns. Yeah, he has to wear that. But in a court, yeah, but you can't. Hmm. Yeah, that is true. But they're still judging him for they're still judging him for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you can, I'm, you can, I mean, it's not. It's a bit more uncouth, but you can still get your point across and be a solicitor or a lawyer, where dressing how he dre- dressing. Yeah, dress. yeah. Because I looked at how he dressed and I thought that's not badly dressed. That's yeah, but it comes from their insecurity about the North not respecting them. Yeah. That's that's where that sort of comes from, I guess. I suppose you're right, actually. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. So you're saying that they are expecting him to dress that way. He doesn't think he respects the, their southern. So he, they're thinking that so he's, they're overcompensating. So they're thinking that he's only doing it because that's how he thinks that they. That's how he thinks that they. He thinks he does, he thinks that he's dressing down because he doesn't respect the southern courts, where he's not dressing down. It's just what he owns. Yeah, just what he dresses and what they would wear up north. And that they won't not, and they don't realize that until and inter- later on in the interpret film. it as uh, as, as a an slight. insult. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're insecure about the northerners not respecting their court system. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It's well, all about it's all about you know cultural. It is knowledge. It is all about that. that. You only get through living somewhere a long time and making a few mistakes. Or watching my cousin Vinny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I I can't believe it's taken me this long to watch the film. Um, it's it is something that and the soundtrack's great as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I couldn't name you a song that's on there, but no, it's I'm gonna listen to the soundtrack and I'm gonna because mm, it's it starts off with something about uh, just something about living in the something about living in the south and it's very country and very like yeah, very you got the hard nice rock. country yeah. songs there exactly. And he actually created an and um, Joe Pesci actually did an album as Cousin Vinny. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I've done some deep dives into wow, this. Wow, you did your research, man. I did, man. And um, yeah, so the, he did a song called Yo, Cousin, Yo, It's Cousin Vinny. Oh, my God. Well, that, that, I don't know if that, I like it. Is it's, it good? I've not heard it, but apparently the album is like um, crooners. So it's not, it's like blues and stuff. Oh, right. What, so it's the character My Cousin Vinny yeah. singing blues songs. I think so. Or, it must have been a popular film. This, if yeah, if it, it had the the um... well, it made it was a financial success and as a critical success because it had an eleven million budget mm. and made sixty four million worldwide. Not bad for a film in the ni- not bad for a comedy in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. And Marissa Tomei, she won the Oscar 
for yeah for the for the the bit in the court scene yeah for best support I think Marisa Tomei though just steals the film I think she is I think like like, you know the my cousin Vinny he's great the character what's the character Joe Pesci the actor's Joe Pesci the the character the the character cousin Vinny's not real yeah 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 yeah. he can't hurt you Uh, yeah Joe Pesci's good but I think Marisa Tomei is is so good it is almost like it's hard to compete I guess well she's the to his ego isn't she yeah she's an essential part and I, the way, and she just carries the character. She carries the character, even if it, even if it didn't have. I think even if she didn't have that court scene necessarily. Yeah, the character is still great. Yeah, she may not have won the Oscar, but she still would have helped carry. She still would have carried the film. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. But I think you couldn't not have that court if, if they didn't have that court scene, then her character wouldn't have been as well developed as it turned out to be. No, no, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, it's a conclusion, isn't it? Yeah, it's her him learn him his growth as a character then that, that then leads to them winning the the court game so it makes it more meaningful. So could they have that scene where he's literally pushing her into the court and back into the no, court? No, yeah, you couldn't have. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that not as great to watch, is it? I mean, it's it's slapstick. It's quite. It's just it was, is it is what? Yeah, yeah. Nowadays you wouldn't have someone pushing. But her. then again, it's he's a little man. He's a tiny little man, but he's still quite. He's still, He's still, Joe a, still a man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um and she tried to leave the courtroom. I and know, and he's like, You've got to no, you're coming in. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets the court to yeah, detain her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I don't know if you could do that, and I don't know if you could have the joke where the the other judge has a lisp. Or has a, has a stutter. Yeah. That was that you couldn't. I don't think you could have the Hulk. So they get the other att- attorney that's going to replace him, mm. and then he is a stutter, and then they they don't want him anymore. Yeah, because well, you couldn't. Is, I think that joke you probably couldn't have now as well. I think because I think that would was be that, like. Was that because he was he had a stutter? Well, did he have a stutter because he was nervous, or was it because it was a genetic thing? Well, I don't know. I don't exactly, know. But I think either way, I think either way, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I think you could have you it. Could it? But I don't know if you. I don't know if. I don't think people. I think people would be scared to do it. And I don't know if it's good enough a joke to have it, it in the it, it, to yeah. make it worth would be worth the risk either. Mm. So those yeah those things you probably couldn't have. You, okay. But it, you know I, it doesn't ruin it doesn't ruin the film. You still enjoy no, the film. You still enjoy the rest of the yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, they're in the eighties. You know they weren't too fussed about that sort of thing. Nineties. So oh yeah. Ninety-two. Ninety-two. I was one. I wow. was one years old. I was. It one. feels like the eighties, but no. It yeah, does. 90- it it really does. Um, ninety-two. Wow. Nineteen ninety-two. Like it. Uh, I mean, it was just a really nice watch, and I really had a good time. So I've got to say oh, thank you. Thank I've you. really got to say thank you for that. It made a nice change of um, me from me sending you stuff to watch that we moan about. <laughs> <laughs> but I quite like. No, I really, really, really enjoyed my cousin Vinny. Um, what I the uh, I like. It was quite a diverse cast as well. Um, I mean. Supporting character, had a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the most of the main characters are white in it, aren't they? Yeah, well, but, uh, but it has a woman. Well, it, yeah, okay, yeah, as, as a woman, <laughs> as a woman. Well, but, but I mean, Marisa Risa Tomei has a strong, has a has a good like has a lot of agency in it. Yeah, she's not just there to be like, I love you, Vinny. No, she re- she rarely said that. She has her own, <laughs> yeah. She has her own like um, inner strength and motivations and things like that. Exactly. I don't think she has a conversation with another woman in it, though. So Does fails fails not? the test. Does she not? No. Ah. Huh. 
don't know. Oh, but that's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, but it still has a good... That, as it should be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. As it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you've got one woman. What more do you want? No, exactly. Yeah. If you have two, then they just start gossiping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, all, that's all that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, it's got a diverse supporting cast. Diverse supporting cast. And Joe Pesci, like, is fantastic in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not cartoonish, and it's not cartoonish. It does have some slapstick in it. It does. But if you'd have given this to someone like, say, I don't know, a Jim Carrey, who I love and I think is a great performer, I don't think it would have worked as well. It was, yeah, it's not all, the slapstick is, is, is kind of, you like it, you can enjoy the slapstick. And again, it's if you, you could just watch it as a slapstick movie, mm. but then that, that, and that's fine, or you can enjoy it for the other stuff as well. Mm. And I think you can, I think that the fact that it's just so layered. Mm makes gives it a lot of rewatch value like i know yeah. that i missed a lot of stuff watching it this afternoon so i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it in the next few months yeah you can you can what you can see more stuff in it uh, and yeah it's a comfort it's a comfort watch i think mm. yeah it's very it's just nice i feel like there's not many films where things are just nice now i mean there are but they're really far and few they're, they're like more far and few between or they make you or, or they're nice thing is it is nice but it is also still dealing with the, because with the it, situation. It's de- it has things to say and yeah. it's talking about things that are difficult in our society yeah so it's like it's I think maybe nice is the wrong word because nice is like oh la 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 but it's, it's you know it's a <laughs> it's, it's a film where people are good and honourable and it's a feel good film but it or also, the majority of people are good and honourable yeah the majority apart from that one bloke who tried at the <laughs> pub uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a film where the majority even, actually, even cousin Vinny's not really that is has his dishonorable moments because he when he was walking past the guy with his with the net with the net brace, he just said, "Okay, well, did that accident happen at work or at home?" Um, oh yeah, because uh, well, he's um, an accident lawyer. Uh, um, oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still a lawyer, uh, but uh, yeah, it's a film where most of the people are good and honorable, but he also has things to say. Yeah, which I feel like yeah, there's lots lot. of lots of nice films that don't have anything to say. Whereas this one actually does has things to say. Yeah, speaks to things that are still relevant. And there's a lot of there's films with a lot of things to say which aren't actually that feel good. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is good. It's like a gentle film, but it also has a bit of things to say. And also in the way it presents people, Mm. it the relationship. It also is a kind of has you know it's showing a nice world there as well. Well, actually, I'd say actually I'd say there's a lot of feel good films. However, you've got to go through a lot of the the characters get put through a lot of hardship to get to the feel good moment yeah yeah like I was thinking of Hidden Figures which is the movie about the black ladies who oh yeah I remember actually that. Did, who actually did the who, um, where you have the bit where the, the white guy knocks the segregation sign down oh, and you're like yay no, white people no, for, for me for me it was when um, I burst into tears in the cinema when Taraji P. Henson was giving Kevin Costner the speech about how she has to walk yeah, yeah. all the way to the all the way to the bathroom that had me in absolute really? floods of tears. Really? Yeah. Wow. So shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then it was feel good in the end. So you actually, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> White people. But some of us are good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like you know that scene, that scene where he's knocking the um, where he's knocking the um, uh, knocking the, knocking the sign down. Yeah, in the yeah. Bathroom. That's basically the Ralph Wiggum meme. Going, I'm helping. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's like that. So who put that sign up in the first place? <laughs> 
that's that's the monkey meme with the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Someone has to knock it down though, yeah. I guess. You know, yeah. We might as well put it up. It then. might as well it might as well be Kevin Costner. Yeah, might, as well, yeah. might as well be the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Ah, oh, Nick, this has been an absolute joy. Delightful, nice chat. <laughs> I've absolutely <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Look at that camera there and tell people where they can find you. Okay, so you can find me at, at Nick Byard. You can follow Mates Rates Comedy. I'm running a gig to raise money for the RMT on the 23rd of February at the Butler, and that gig is called Stand Up for the Working Class. So that would be a great gig you've to come good, support. You've got a good... You've got a good. You've got a good list of people on that. You've got Don Biswas doing that. Yeah. You've Is, got Izzy Lawrence. Izzy Lawrence. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kitty Speed. Yeah. Uh, Nate Kitch, who I was telling you about before the the gig. Yeah. So we've all got, good things, by the way. Yeah, yeah, all good things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, we, that'd be good. Um, I, I'm excited for that. Uh, that that's a, a non mates rates comedy thing. It's a Nick Byard thing. How is the how is the how is mates rates coming on? We haven't. Yeah, it's going well, man. It's uh, we 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 had our like annual meeting, <laughs> which is just me and Carl having a chat. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing a comedy festival in May. Which will be the first, we're not just us, we're working, but we've got all of the comedy promoters in all of the independent comedy promoters in Reading to come together to organize this big festival. Yeah. Uh, at, will be headlined at Double Barrel Brewery. And we, but we, we're also getting like, we're getting the people from Roast Battle to come up to Reading for that. So that's cool. And yeah, it's just tick- it's at the moment, I think it's more of a case of consolidating the gigs mm. in Reading and getting them to be as big as they can be at the moment. But yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Brilliant. All right. Well, Just work all the time. Well, mate, that's what they want. That's that's what that's, the man, it. that's what the man wants. Yeah, the man wants me to create wealth in my free time. That's it. Yeah. All right, man. All, all right. right. Take it easy. Cool. Woo. All right. Oh, thank you so much. That was good. How long did we do? Um, 45. 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah.